And the short one, ha. Then that one is totally you, then, Dan. Fuck off, Casey. <laughs> this crazy mage. Casey's right there. Fuck off, Matt. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt, Danny, Anthony, and Big G. Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to episode 200 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news podcast for all things Magic the Gathering. We're your uh, exciting, celebrating hosts here. I'm Matt. Over there, we got Danny. What's up? And there's big except uh, voice. Oh, wait. It's Casey. Here I am. <laughs> Ready to talk about magic. You can't read it all. <laughs> excited. For, oh, excited. <laughs> That's for, a parenthesis around there. Come on, man. I thought you were just like a little side sidebar thing there. No. So there's be- big. Oh, wait for it. It's. Casey, there you go. There we go. Casey is back. We, we clearly did not back scare him again. Away. Casey's back. Casey's back. Casey's back. No, yeah. no, no. Anyway, side tangent. You need to send me these notes. Did I not send you that? No, they're from last week. I didn't get last week's. How did you not get them last week? It says you're there. You're added. I don't have it on. Then we'll send them again to you. And of course, there's just Anthony. Oh, yeah, just Anthony. <laughs> but we are glad that you decided to join us for this special 200th episode. How special is it, just Anthony? Oh, it is very special because I'm going to tell you, for the last week when we were supposed to have this episode last Monday, but due to extra circumstances that are more important to life than this show, because family's first, uh, we had a running poll going for the entire week for all of our viewers and all of our people in the po- or podcast stuff, as well as the Discord with the opportunity to vote on what we should do as our special for the 200th episode, part B episode, because clearly we're not doing it tonight because we'll have to record it for later. But it came down to the running of three options, which were we could play Commander with uh, one or two of our pet decks. Okay. Oathbreaker, because that's a big hot thing we've been pushing for a long time now. Yes, everybody does love Oathbreaker. And the third option was to play Two-Headed Giant with the new Commander Masters product. Okay. Draft packs, not the decks. Right, right. So that'd be the idea. We'll, we'd have a team. We'd, we'd roll and figure out who'd be on whose teams and just do that. So anyways. We got a Crazy Mage saying, Oathbreaker, your cheeks. Yeah, we'll see about that. We'll see you on Saturday, motherfucker. Just kidding. Though, it was actually, it was close. Uh, no one voted for Oathbreaker for us. Uh, which I was kind of sad about, but whatever, it happens. But it was really close between um, doing the two-headed giant and doing the commander stuff, and people want us to do two-headed giant. So I was nice. like, "That's okay. I just need to Wipe figure out tears away. Just need to figure out how." Oh, I'm sad about Oathbreaker. I love Oathbreaker now. <laughs> More people play it. It's fun. Uh, it but is. yeah, play so Oathbreaker. So we'll have to we'll set it up, um, and we'll let you guys know. This will probably be something we'll have to do on the weekend figure that out when everybody's available type of thing but yeah the four of us will do some two-headed giant and i will 
be in charge of taking care of the product for that. So don't worry about that part of it. There we go. So that was all news to us as well. Anthony led the charge on this one. Sure did. And also put out there too that, of course, because we like to know if you guys like us to do extra special things as well. So please let us know in the Discord. Let us know uh, on reviews, whatever. Like just tell us what you like us to do for extra things. Because I'll be honest, we all like to do the extra shit. Like last year's four person commander with the new uh, Warhammer stuff was a lot of fun. Um, that had to have happened around like December, I think. I know. It's almost but been a whole year. It's all that's what I'm saying. It's almost been a whole year for that. So like we're really excited about these types of things. And I would assume more than anything that Big G's gonna try to make us do a uh Doctor, Doctor Who. Who one because he's gonna really want to play that. I mean Those I, I was trying good. to push Lord of the Rings this summer, but we we're kind of busy because it's summer, so I was like, eh, I'm not gonna worry about it. And we talk about it every time for news, so it's not a big deal. So that's the idea. But that's all I got. If you want to continue, Matt, you can. Or I can continue if you're still trying to figure out what you're reading. I got it right there. Okay. You just just jumped the gun there before we even got to thank the beautiful listeners of this podcast at the top of it. We always got to thank you, dear listener, for taking the time out of your day to turn on to this podcast and listen to us talk about all the magic news you could ever want. And so... uh, we're honored and grateful that you decided to do that. There's plethora of other magic podcasts out there to, to choose from, and you chose this one. So it means a lot to us here at This Week in MTG. So big thank yous for that. So we also got to give a special thanks to the Patreons of this podcast. Their monetary support goes to hosting the website, the podcast feed, buying the packs and the cards, and sending them out for the monthly Patreon giveaways. Now, we give a big, ginormous thank you to Wait 97, Amu the Fox, Noah, Slade, Nikki, No Modifier, Jacob, Christian, Maddie K, Barra, Chimera, KCB, back at it again, Here I am. Taylor M, Ricky R, Chris O, Coco, Obligatory, Check Out the Aquarium Guys Podcasts, Chapman, Newest Patreons, Ranger Dan, and uh, Crazy Mage. Nice. Also known as Jesse. Also known as Jesse. KC 2.0. <laughs> If, if you guys want to be crazy and supporting us too, check out our Patreon links down below. We got monthly drawings. Uh, I don't think we figured out anything for September yet. Uh, yeah. Did or did we? Into the woods, man! From oh, yeah. Wilds of Eldraine. Boy, there we go. It's going to be set boosters for uh, Wilds of Eldraine. Got it already. Easy peasy. On top of this, and another card from Wilds of Eldraine. Maybe we'll do a couple other things. Yeah. And uh, being a patron, you get access to the Patreon-only Discord channels that are in there where we do the drawings on and stuff. And you get access to an unedited version of this. You're going to see all this combined into two. So, yeah. Because the the edit's not going to show that there's a hiccup that we had there. I just realized as soon as I said that. Now the normal listeners know that there's going to be a, a weird cut somewhere. See if you can find it now. Yeah, find it. If you can. If you don't feel like supporting us on Patreon, you can also support us by sharing this episode with your playgroup, your LGS rival. Uh, another excellent way of supporting us is by rating and reviewing this on whatever podcatcher you're listening on. <laughs> Fucking Danny over here just coming up with spelling the correct way for Jesse, and and Danny is saying Still Jesse. Not right. Still not correct. No, no, no. no. Ignore him. Like two Z's. (laughs) That's a jizzy. Sorry, I can't help myself. Talk about a glizzy. I'm a fucking child. Clearly, 
You should continue. Another way that you can support us is by checking out our amazing sponsor, Jade of Sports Cards and Gaming. Speaking of, let's hear an ad from them now. J-Dub Sports Cards and Gaming, located in West Acres Mall in Fargo, is your one-stop shop for all your Magic the Gathering needs. In the store, you will find a huge selection of sleeves, playmats, and dice for you to personalize your battlefield with. Along with having a large variety of singles in their display cases, there are also binders and boxes for you to browse through. That much selection means that you will always find something you are looking for. J-Dubs is also the place to gather to play a wide array of formats with friends in the community. There is Commander League on Thursday nights, Modern League on Saturday afternoons, and Legacy Leagues on Sunday afternoons. And who can forget Friday Night Magic every Friday evening. J-Dubs has it all, Amonkhet to Zendikar and ways to sleeve, shuffle, and spell sling. Now let's get back to the episode. Thank you, J-Dubs, for supporting us. Now, with all that podcast business out of the way, let's move to this episode's breakdown where you're going to know what you're going to hear on this episode. Going over to the Boggle Desk, got some salt reports. I got a salt report from when I was at Mad With Power and stuff I talked about on the Discord. And so I got to talk about that. And then event results, I think we got a Pioneer one that we're going to look at. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we got Casey here, and Casey is the purveyor of Pioneer. I love it. Best format ever. No contest. Then we're going to jump into the news, and it's just pretty much a Wilds of Eldraine uh, news dump where we got, we missed two weeks. There's a lot of Eldraine news to talk about. And then going to top off the news with a secret layer fall drop that just got announced today. Hmm. From there, I'm going to move to the conjured currency section where we play everyone's favorite game. Make Matt guess why a card is moving up or what format it's moving up. And then you're done with this episode and you can get the fuck out of here and go home. So with that. And a thought cast maybe. Oh, and a thought cast maybe. Stick around for a thought cast at the end. That's right. Looky there. It'll be quick conspiracy theories okay let's jump over to the boggle desk and i guess the salt report i'll t- i'll start off with this uh two weeks ago i went down to madison wisconsin to uh mad with power fest which is a, a po- the midwest's largest uh power metal pinball and arcade con or, uh event in the midwest largest one and actually the second largest power metal fest in the united states too hmm. so it's pretty fucking awesome uh, and while down there, they had a modern event that they played during the dinner break. So it's a two day event and, you know, Midwesterners, we got to have our food and it's, it's scheduled in to have a one hour dinner break between, between like, there's like three, four set, uh, three, four bands that play and then three, four bands that play at the end. And there's a dinner break in there. So that way everybody gets food because they don't want people to miss yep. the, the, the music and stuff. So during that time. I played Magic because there was a quick modern event. He's got papers. I got the paper of how it was set up because I want to start off by saying it was pretty fucking interesting the way that they did this because with an hour, you, they wanted you to play as many games as possible, but not like, uh, you know, the best. Typically, you get like one round of Magic done in an hour. Yep. So how it was done is uh, it's called the Mad with Power, the Mad with Modern Gauntlet. And they had uh, 12 pre-made decks of modern meta decks that you could play, all named after one of the bands that were playing there. And it was crazy how thematic that these were. So I just want to quickly go through here and see if you can guess some of the the decks just by the name of the band. 
Lords of the Tridents. Merfolk. Mm-hmm. Merfolk. Uh, Wilder Run. Team of Rhinos. Boom. Grave Shadow. Living Gosh. End. Wow. Seven Spires. Tron. Holy. Wow. Are you fine? Nope. Che- I'm looking right at your eyes, man. You know, seven. Unleash the Archers. <laughs> Unleash the Archers? Unleash the Archers. Black Green Elves? No. Mono Green Elves? No. Uh, Unleash the... Oh, uh, Bullmaster, so it'd probably be, uh, was it De- Demir Merfolk? Mer- Merktide? No. It- it's Orkish Bowmasters involved, though, right? Yes. Rakdos Camp. Mm. Okay. Okay. That, that, was, that was a harder one to... I knew the card. It was hard to figure out. Yep. This is fun, though. Uh, Shield of Wings. Shield of Wings? Shield of Wings. Uh... Oh. Angels. I was going to say angels or hammer. No, 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 no. Not hammer. Last guess. Uh, shield of wings. Uh, Thopter combo. No. Merktide. Hmm. <laughs> now they're getting a little on the... Okay. I don't agree with that. I see there's an issue coming here. Okay. How about this one? This one's probably going to throw a few high spirits. Um, soul sisters. Nope. High spirits. High spirits. Is it a spirit token? Deck? No. Danny. High blue white angels. No. Yeah, no blue white angels has never been a thing. Cases. Just, I have no clue. I don't Goblins. Know. Nice. <laughs> Snoop combo. High spirits. Okay. Mm. Don't agree, but all right. Sound of thunder. Sound of thunder. Burn. Mm. Burn, yeah. Burn, Burn yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, Greyhawk. Greyhawk. <laughs> Merktide. Soul sister? <laughs> nope. Bring back Cobblade? What? <laughs> that, that one's Hammer. That's Hammer. Yep. That makes sense, yeah. Okay. Power Glove. Oh, I love that. It's a good band. They are a good band. They're Power Glove. Wonderful live. They played the Tetris theme and they got like their Russian dance on in the beginning. Yeah. It was fucking great. That's not, that's not another Hammer though, is it? No, not Hammer. Danny. I said Hammer Time. Okay, not Hammer Time. No clue. Thopters? Demir, uh, Demir One Ring. Okay. Uh, Seven Kingdoms. This one you might have to dig the bottom of the barrel for a little bit here. Seven, seven ki- kingdoms. Seven kingdoms. Like, then this is a modern deck that I this sh- is modern deck. I should, should know. You should know. Now my question is going to be because popularity is low. Popularity is low. That was my question I was going to ask. So, um, but it shows up in the top meta on Goldfish page, so it's up there. You just it doesn't show up like frequently in like challenges and stuff. I don't think we talked about it in like a few months. But it got a boon. I'll give you a hint. It got a boon for Modern Horizons 2 because of an artifact dragon. Oh, domain. Domain. Yeah. Seven kingdoms. One. Domain. That makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Uh, of Romulus. Of Romulus? Of Romulus. Amulet Titan? No. Casey, of Romulus. Matt, this is modern. <laughs> this is... What am I... This is not his wheelhouse, yeah, man. Yeah, this is... No, I'm... Danny? Out of my element. What is it? Of Romulus. Uh, Here's the cool. problem: is like some of these, some of the bands, I have to like remember who they are again and stuff. It's uh, Blue White Control of Romulus. Oh, yep, of Romulus, and that was all the decks. So, anyways. is that, yeah, is that Jason's? Is that Jason's modern deck? That that's Jason's band name. Well, I know that, but I was but, just wondering: uh, is it like Jason's deck list? I'd mm-hmm. say I'd say I did pretty good though. Yeah, I got like what 
Five out of the twelve. Twelve. That's not bad on yeah. the first shot too. For yeah. Some of those. Yeah. yeah. The first. The first three. You got me good. And I'm like, oh, I mean, they were pretty easy. Like Lords of the Trident. You know, it was just kind of hard. Yeah, to it was yeah. That one. But so, anyways, the, so the though. gauntlet. How the gauntlet was set up is that uh, what you did is you got to play one of these. Uh, you got to play one of these proxy decks because it would be very expensive to fucking make a lot of these decks with actual yeah. cards. Uh, they got proxied, and they're very nice proxies that were made there. It's an unsanctioned event. Fuck off. <laughs> and uh, you played with you played one game, and whenever you beat an opposing deck, so let's say I was playing Team of Rhinos, and I played against Tron, if I beat Tron, I'd get a stamp. And you'd switch your deck. Winner switches their deck. And stuff, so that way you could play as many decks and battle against as many decks. And it was kind of a fun yeah. way to like get to play everything. So I played... Uh, I played uh, Team of Rhinos. I played the Demir Control. And I played... Um, uh, Unleashed Archers, Rakdos Camp, hmm. and so uh, the, the the salt report comes from my match that I was playing the Team of Rhinos. Uh, I was playing Team of Rhinos versus Tron. Such a good fucking game. Uh, they drop. I, I was able to get turn three. Rhino time. Rhino time. Turn three. With, horn dogs, baby. With, with uh, shardless agents, swung for ten on turn. Four. I'm keeping this just to read for a little bit later. No, that's perfectly fine. Because that's I'm, awesome. I love this. I love the gauntlet idea and stuff. Like it was great, and it could be done with any format too. Yep. Casey, you could hey, do the, hey, the pioneer hey, gauntlet. I'd be down. Yeah, and just like it's just one round, just one off is how it was. And honestly, yeah. I loved it. It was great. And the the winners they got packs. They they even made trophies to the hey, first three winners. Really? Finish your story before yes, I tell us my story. prizes. Okay. okay. So I was playing Teamer Rhinos, turn three, got the Horn Dogs down, playing against Tron. On turn four, I swing for ten. They come back on turn five, cast Karn the Great Creator, getting Ensnaring Bridge. <laughs> and they had one card in hand afterwards. So I could not attack. I had to like figure out what to do. To uh, No, no, they had two cards in hand because I was able to swing at Karn with my Shardless Agent, knock it down. and uh, But they had... Car- then they cast another card in the great creator the next turn. And, uh, oh, geez, what was the card that they played, that they grabbed? They grabbed something. It didn't really matter at that point because uh, I was down to my tokens and stuff, and I was just like, I got to go in for one more swing here. That Ensnaring Bra- Bridge is fucking me up. And he was able to destroy one of my tokens. Uh, God, I can't remember what he fucking did to it. It was dismembered. He dismembered one of my. He dismembered one of the rhino tokens. So I had Shardless Agent and another rhino. Then they were at nine mana. They had Tron. They were at eight, eight mana with Ensnaring Bridge out. I top deck Besage you, and I'm like, yes, this is wonderful. So I Besage you the Ensnaring Bridge, so that way I can attack with six, get them down to four because they didn't have the creatures into play. Give them their ninth land. They had one card in hand still because. Uh, uh, at that point, they played their chromatic star, so they went from two to one. And one card in hand, on their turn, they draw a tenth land, and they cast an Ulamog. No. I ramped them up to nice. Ulamog there. They took out everything, and hey. I'm like, I can't come back from this now. Sometimes you play with fire, and sometimes you just get burned. It's okay, Matt. Yeah. No, I enjoyed that one. It was a very good mat. It was a very good burned, match. It was Ulamog smashing you into the fucking growling pulping. Yeah. Jeez, and all that stuff. <laughs> His, the, the fucking face that my opponent made, like as soon as they got it and played, it's like I'm like, 
Because <laughs> as they drew the card, I'm like, the only thing that's going to make me lose is if you cast an Ulamog. Oh. So they grab the land, play the land, <laughs> cast the Ulamog. And I'm like, oh, I fucking called it. So, yeah. That, that was my salt report. It was enjoyable. But overall, again, the gauntlet was a really cool idea. And I implore you, dear listener, if you are looking for a fun like way to involve a lot of different people to test out different modern decks, proxy them up. Do this modern gauntlet where you just like rotate your decks. You only play one game. You try and get as much done. Because I played seven games. Yeah. It, over the, So this is a two-day so event. Seven straight games. Seven games in two hours between the two days because it was yeah. one hour. Because it, it wasn't the best two out of three you're playing. You're just straight playing one match. Yeah, or you're one round, one, one round. One round of one game for yeah. the match, and that's one it. One game, you swap, and then you just kind of cool. like go through that. Yeah. It's, a, it's a fast way. You get to see a bunch of different decks. The winner, um, there's one person who was doing really good with uh, control. Oh, no, no. So the thing is, if you win, you get to keep your deck. You lose, you oh. swap deck. That, okay. That's what it was. Because okay. there was one person that was just winning with the of Romulus white control, like she was fucking just knowing everything that everyone was doing. And I'd love she to came, have seen this deck list. She for came control. out. She came out uh, seven wins. There was one person that had eight wins. They got mm. first place. Yeah, fucking fast. Eight wins in two hours. That's eight wins in two hours. They're playing games. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's Get a hold of what's his name. Uh, it was actually his friend May who set that up, and she's a judge and stuff. Get a hold I'm gonna of whoever and get the deck list because I want to see these deck lists. I'm more than positive. She said she just pulled them off of the Goldfish top meta page. Well, you find out since you were there. I will. We need stuff. I need info. It's fabulous. It's fabulous. I love so that. Again, again, and if you want to go an extra extra mile there, name them and stuff. Like If these names fucking stuck for actual modern, like Lords of the Triton for Merfolk, come on. That is like a cool fucking merfolk name for a deck instead of just calling it merfolk or fish. Yeah. More epic. I mean, I get, you know, like that's just been what it's called for forever. But that's that's my salt reports. Don't want to keep going sure on report too much about was this. Cool names for deck names. It's like code names. Oh, man, I missed doing code names. And that's where the oldness shows. You are old. We used to have cool code names. Here's a great example, Matt. One of my decks I had back in the day, I used to call Icy Hot. And it was a Teamer Fauna Shaman deck that okay. slammed out really fast your uh, Inferno Titan Frost Titans. So oh, my God. Icy Hot. Hmm. I like it. Yeah. Well, it was I, good. I know everybody says, let's go back to naming decks like they were in the past. You know, get like the Cheerios. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So some things, like yes. Other things, no. Um, you're going to have to take this melee thing because I cannot find this fucking tournament thing. I might pull it up. The melee thing? For Oh, the Columbus? We were gonna do the a, a quick rundown of this Pioneer Challenge here real quick. Oh. That's what I was did, looking yeah, for. Did you pull that up? You wanna go through that? We'll make it super quick since we're running long on time. Well, if we wouldn't have Whose fault's that, Matt? Hey, I know. I f- we figured it out. We got it. We're just trying to get to the news. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, we were. Yeah, we were. All right, so there was a Pioneer Challenge last uh Sunday? Just Sunday it was, huh? Yesterday. Yeah, Moto Challenge. A Moto Challenge. And we have the top eight decks that were a part of it for the winning uh, you know, tournament of that they put on. Uh, first place was Rona Combo. Classic. Rona Combo that we have. Uh, look at the deck here. You can tell me if there's anything out of the ordinary because, like I said, I'm not the big pioneer guy, so I really couldn't say much more than what it is, but... 
Yeah. Um, Tyvar, Karn. Mm-hmm. All the ramping pieces you need. Yep. Go to Atraxas. So, yeah, it's just your your standard one, right? Yep. So, yep. your standard run combo, which is all about basically your uh, probably, what, two to three lines of basically just get to Atraxa, play her out, out attrition your opponent with just super mounds of value, all that stuff. Yep. Getting Great awesome Planeswalkers to replay stuff. Karn, of course, to stop everything you need to worry about there. Luca. I like that. Luca Copper Coat's in there. So. Yep. Yep. The minus two to get to Atraxa another way. Yeah. And that was piloted by. Are you kidding right now with this? <laughs> you go ahead. You, you go I'm just going to call him Joe. Joe was the one that piled that one. I'm not saying these names because some of them are too hard to say and I don't care enough right now. Sorry, people that are listening that might be from this, but these are the names of people from their moto accounts. Don't care enough. All right, moving on. Second place was Mono Green Devotion, uh, which is, of course, again, standard Mono Green Devotion. Uh, looks like the only thing kind of new is they got a Rel- Ren and the Realm Breaker in there as a one of. Uh, everything else is your standard pieces. They got a single copy of Invasion of Ixalan. I think that's yep. just kind of like that's a one of fun of tech, right? Yep. That new standard? piece that they added for that. Otherwise, sideboard is about the same. They are running the Pestilent Cauldron combo, which that's really awesome. They're doing that, of course, because that was a great combo to start with. Um. Yeah. Otherwise, Mightstone and Chain Veil being like other options to utilize too. So, otherwise, standard, very standard on your mono green. Uh, Rakdos midrange, which was in the third, fourth place area with another Rakdos midrange. So we'll just quickly scan over that. Yep. Looks to be about your standard type. So nothing to say there on this one. The only thing is the fourth place had Liliana the Veils in them. I was going to say when we got really? to that. Yeah. Okay. So okay. that's the only really difference they got there. So pretty pretty average. Uh, Is it Phoenix was in the fifth through eighth place, along with another Mono Green Devotion, Rakdos Midrange, and Rakdos Sacrifice. Uh, Is it Phoenix? Awesome to see this coming back kind of as a new spice of life in a new, sense. New spice of life? No, dude. Like there's, there's nothing new or spicy about this. It's the exact same fucking deck. I know, but it's like nice to see that it's actually in a top eight though versus like not being in top eight. It's nice to see it's not mono green or Rakdos. Yeah. Anything different makes me happy. Like a phoenix, it rises from the ashes. Clearly. <laughs> uh, standard mono green, don't care. Rakdos, standard, don't care. Yeah, so... If you, if you didn't catch that, that's four Rakdos mid-range in this top eight. Three. Yeah. No, four. There's four. Jesus. Yeah. Well, well, the no, there's three. Sack. There's Rakdos Sack. Rack sack. My bad. Rakdos Sack, which is also standard. So, yeah, that was a quick one to talk about. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Pioneer. Uh, it's about yeah. to get spicy. Next Pioneer event, I imagine it'll look a lot different. I bet it will, too. People throwing in the spice. So Yeah, getting... All th- Maybe we'll, we'll cover this a little more when we get into Wilds Veldrain territory here, but like that might shake up some Pioneer stuff here. Yeah. Getting some rules. Also, we'll shake up some Modern a little bit, too. Modern's going to get shrucking up, no not problem. As, not as hard, though, but it'll, it'll get something. Okay. All right. Tell us the next thing, Matt. Okay, so quickly, we're just going to cover that this weekend is SCG Con Columbus, Ohio at the Greater Columbus Convention Center. Is going on the first through the third. So this whole weekend, they got a bunch of different events going on. There is the uh, Reese Q for Pioneer. <laughs> ha! It sticks. The Reese Q. The Reese Q. I'm so glad that stuck. 
The Super Armory, which is classic constructed. Don't know what that one is. Uh, it is the Super Armory events are open entry events where participants play for prize walls, cold foiled promos, and official flesh. Oh, Flesh and Blood is also getting played there. That's why it doesn't sound familiar. Killer. Okay, so uh, SCG Con Columbus not only has Magic the Gathering stuff, but it also has Flesh and Blood. <laughs> uh, there is Battle Harden, which I'm guessing is also Flesh and Blood. There's going to be a 20K RCQ Modern event, a ReCQ Pioneer, a 5K RCQ Modern event, and a ReCQ Pioneer happening throughout the whole weekend. Bunch of events, another high-level play where we're kind of going to kind of like get a punctuation on the formats here before the next swing for Wilds of Eldraine. So if you're going to be going or if you're in the area and want to go, we're going to link down below so that we can get some tickets. You go to uh, melee.gg to pick those up. Now over to the news. One would think that uh, with two weeks off, I would have been able to done like very extensive notes on this stuff. Doubtful. Yeah, very doubtful. Did not happen. So we're going to be... <laughs> Listen, Matt. Danny and I know you very well right now in the situation of the story you're trying to tell. And we all know the real truth. If it didn't happen before we started the podcast, it wasn't going to happen the rest of the week. No, 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 not for that. I was just saying, like, just the notes. The amount of time for notes between two weeks you think we would have. But, but again, what, what I said, though... You're not big G. If it, if it didn't happen before the podcast started, it's not going to happen. Yes, I tried tried so bad needless to say he got busy digging for spells again <laughs> we're gonna be talking about wilds of eldraine because the whole the whole set has been previewed it is now out and about it's now your... out you can watch loading ready runs pre pre-release that they did this past saturday which you should it I was not watch that well that, that that's okay for recapping it don't worry you can rewatch it uh, i will be but it was it was pretty good i watched a little bit of it and then i had other things to do for being a dad uh but no that was really good and uh archetypes are pretty cool the archetypes do seem really cool very enjoyable as always they got their two color pair uh not only has you got to see that in a loading loading ready run but i know gavin verhey he had one of his good morning magics breaking down all the archetypes there and stuff so to get prepared for your weekend if you're going to be doing pre-release which i think casey you said that you're going to attempt to try yeah i'll i'll be there i'll be at one of the places this saturday hopefully maybe sunday i'll be i'll be at uh paradox on sunday with uh with ben Ooh, doing the 2hg nice Nice. yeah we haven't done in a long time i really want to play pre-release though too so i don't know i might do one of those as well yeah tell me just let me know which one you're going to for pre-release. I might do that too. Sounds good. So the along with that, let's talk about some of the items that are coming out that got announced with it as well. Like the, not that one, Ooh. this one. The commander deck lists are also fully previewed. Woo-hoo! I think we just touched on the names of what they are. Uh, we got Fey Dominion and Virtue and Valley. So the Fey Dominion is just a fairy uh, tribal deck. Valor. Valor. Did I say, what did I say? Valley. Valley. Virtue and Valor. Valor. Which is showcasing the role mechanic in the deck there. So you get a bunch of uh, it's green, white enchantments. Mm-hmm. You got uh, MTG Mudsta that showed off the whole deck for the 
Valor. Virtue and value. <laughs> Virtue and value. Virtue, Virtue and, value. and value, 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 all of these. Yes. Then the fairy, the fade dominion, dominion mm-hmm. was of course shown showcased by the command zone. Full deck reveal. I don't know any of those decks catch either of you guys' eyes. I like the fairy one a lot. There's a lot of good blue cards in there. Uh huh. And black cards. There's a lot of everything good in there. Couple, I don't know. Are there any? There's definitely cards of notes. I haven't fully looked through the whole list of like. Uh, I can tell you right now, they got a lot of the old fairies from Lorewind stuff that are really nice to have in there. Glen Alondra's in there. They have Scion of Una. Uh, if you roll back up, I can tell you some other ones really fast. Uh, they got the Puppeteer Click. They got Rankle in there from the new, from the last Eldrian. Sword of Temptation from the original. Um, Hallbreaker <clears throat> Horror, baby. <laughs> He's in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he plays around with the idea, so it makes sense. It, it's not a fairy, but boy, howdy. It does some work. It's a good oh, finisher. Yeah. Um, Brazen Borrower is a big one, actually. That's that, an expended card. That is. Uh, even that base version of it is normally like about $15. So, I mean, that's a good card to get. Um, secluded Glenn from the old Lorewind stuff. Uh, yeah, a lot of the lands are decent, too. This is a good pickup. Actually, I'm pretty sure both of these... Both these decks are very good pickups on reprints for commander stuff, as well as like if you just don't have something like this, like it'll add nice to the market of changing price. So they, there's some good things in there. I'm pretty happy to see it. Curse and Verge, Hall of Heliod's generosity in the Virtue and Valor deck. Yep, helps out your enchantment stuff. Yeah, uh, and of course there's a Sahili Voice of Plenty. Oh, that's a good one. That is Sun Titan, Surprise of No One. White deck that doesn't have a Sun Titan would probably be considered Umbra bad. Mystic. That was... Oh, yeah. Oh. They brought back one. the totem armor from Rise of the Eldrazi. Huh. Is that if it dies, it comes back? No, mm-hmm. no. The, the a thing that the, says no, no. if it's destroyed. If a thing that says it should be destroyed, the, the, enchant- the aura enchantment falls off taking the place. Oh, that's so nice. destroy effects, not uh, if something's like three, make three yeah, if it's like exile. minus abilities or exiles, it's gone. It's gone. Okay, yep. and if there's multiple occurrences, you have to go through multiple occurrences of how many and knocking uh, off your totem armor, knocking off the totem armors and oh. stuff. So, uh, Sanctum Weaver, that's a good thing that they put in there as well. Yep. We haven't um, seen that Enchantress deck in Modern in a long time. No, but that's still a really good card to get, and yeah, it's just. It's not, I would definitely say this one probably is the weaker of the two for stuff, but this has a lot of like cool enchantments that you can get to. So, I mean, it's fine. They're both very, comparison of, what was it, the uh, the last decks we had, or the Commander Masters, like two being really good and two being like subpar on reprint stuff. These are actually really good reprinted decks. So, it's worth it. Nice. And uh, currently, according to Amazon, you can get them for both for $140 or individually. The fairy deck is $46 or the virtue and value is $38. $140 for a two-pack, it looks like. Oh, it is a two-pack. Yeah, two of each. <laughs> if you buy them together, yeah, we screw you. <laughs> yeah, that's a big screw over right there. Yeah, you're getting two of each for that pack. That would have been bad if it was just one of each for 140 bucks. You're so getting ripped. These are like the mid-level sort of price point because the lower ones, it's like 25-ish, and then the higher ones are like 70. Uh, no, the average price you're looking at for commander decks from premium sets right now 
like normal premium sets that come out per the year. Yeah, don't look at Commander Masters. Commander Masters is definitely not a part of that. Uh, the range is usually between thirty-five to forty-five price market. Okay. Um, anything that's above the premier stuff, like Commander Masters example, those range somewhere between usually sixty to like the most expensive was the Eldrazi one, I think. Got At to like a hundred twenty. Yeah, hundred twenty to hundred thirty range. Yeah. So wow. <clears throat> also, those are look at Warhammer, yeah. as well as the other yeah. premium, like super expensive commander. Premium decks. premium commander decks are always going to be super expensive because they're special for a reason. Mm-hmm. Versus premier set released commander decks, those will range, like I said, between thirty five to forty five dollars. So check everywhere you want local uh, local game stores to, I guess Amazon because Wizards is working with them on this a lot too now. Big surprise. To even use TCG Player, use your eBay, whatever. So, yeah. So, also with decks, there are something coming to Arena for Wilds of Eldraine deck-wise called Story Decks. So, each of these Story Decks is comprised of 60 cards of, of cards from Wilds of Eldraine. There will be five decks built on three colors that echo the main stories and side stories in Wilds of Eldraine, while another 10 decks will focus on fairy tale archetypes that reflect the side stories from across the plane. And uh, keep watch on this page as more stories are added and all the decks are officially out. These are just stories. The, essentially, I think you're getting these. Uh, it doesn't say how do you get them. You just get them. Is it like, added over the week? I've seen it be like an event before. It's an event that you get these? Oh, okay. So and you, you just, don't get to keep the decks. They're not like those at the time of renewal comes around. They give you a bunch of decks. These aren't those decks. Correct. How I've seen Arena do it before is you just play the event and you win and you get EXP or you get like gold to spend on packs. But gotcha. it's like a free event to hop into usually. There you go. So we'll just quickly cover here. You want to talk about this first one here? Yeah, so it looks like Rough and Tough 1, 2, and Brother 3. <laughs> Brother 3. Not afraid of a troll are the dance along the mean stocks with the satyrs of the tangle spawn as they fight trolls and explore the wilds. This is a deck that likes to put out a lot of creatures onto the board and make them fight with cards like Fawn, Fawnabane, and <laughs> Fawnsbane Troll yeah. and Gruff Triplets. You can use the new roll mechanic, and these beefy tokens make your board a fighting pit. There we go. And yeah, yeah, Gruff Triplets, which, which is looking like a, a fun card there. and That's, that's going to be a good card because it makes it tokens of itself. Yep, and then when they die, the counters get put on, and by the end, I think you have a 12-12 because it gets 3 and then 3. 3 and 6, yeah. 3 and 6, yep, because it's equal to its power. So that's, that's pretty cool. That's a, a fun new card. I'm, I'm excited for that design space with gruff triplets yeah uh fawn's bane troll seems pretty cool too it's a four mana four four that enters with a monster roll so it becomes a four mana five five with trample and you sack an aura that's attached to it and it fights a creature and if the creature would die it gets exiled instead that's cool that is a cool card so they got the whole list and stuff there and uh these are alchemy standard and historic legal and i'm not sure of what card specifically i don't think they have talked about like because Wilds of Eldraine alchemy cards don't come out for another three, two weeks after the set. Is that how the alchemy release ha- happened? Something like that. Two to three weeks after the official set. None of us play alchemy. Yeah, yeah so. it's because they got to learn from standard what they fucked up so they can fix it. alchemy sucks. Mm-hmm. 
Sorry. Elk made standard 2.0. Sorry, wizards. Sad apology. Sad apology. <laughs> hey, Danny, you want to talk about this one? No. Sure. Uh, heroic. <laughs> <laughs> no. Shut it down. Uh, so we got heroic quests. It's uh, red, green, white. I wonder why Matt told me to read this one. I love uh, it, Danny. Yeah, I know. Um, ever had a Fey Lord summon you to the Grand Venture to save the plane? Kellen has, and you can join him and Ruby on their quest. This deck fe- uh, features our heroes, their trophies of each of the witch's powerful artifacts. Use the young hero role to buff your creatures as others go on an adventure. So for the notable cards, we have Angantha's Soul Cauldron. It's a two-drop legendary artifact. Um, we have Iriet's Tempting Apple. That's a four-drop legendary artifact food. And then we have um, Hylid's Crown of Winter. Hilda's. Hilda's, Hylid's, whatever. Hilda's, Eretz, and Agatha. Sure. Just helping <laughs> with the names, man. Sure. It's a three-drop legendary artifact. Uh, so, yeah, it's... Big fans in the crown. Yeah, dogs <laughs> like that one. They like that one. Tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> They sure did. Oh, man. Now, clearly, I got to keep that in because that was pretty funny. The dogs, who knew that they were uh, comedic value for this podcast? Well, I mean, they love. I love how, class, this, okay. love how this this website doesn't let you see the cards. Yeah, yeah I, know. I know. That was kind of a downer, too. but Like, I, it I, doesn't let you see forest from Historic from I, this one. I think it's because they're all like the Eldraine cards and they're not. Yeah, the, it doesn't let you see forest, but it lets you see all the well, other lands. Fuck them. Yeah. Moving on. Wizards, get your gatherer fixed. Right. You want me to talk about this one? Do you want to talk about this one? We're going to have a brawl at the ball, baby. So that's a Boros one that we're getting. Grab your fanciest armor and best sword because it's time for the brawl. Join Ash at the celebration, keyword mechanic, of the year where fun times are for all, including the Red Caps, Help the feast goers expel the party crashing goblins or just enjoy the chaos. This makes this deck makes us or this deck makes use of the new celebration mechanic to trigger effects if two or more permanents would enter the battlefield this turn. You got noble cards like Ash Party Crasher, which is red and a white 2 2 human peasant. 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 Ooh. Legendary peasants. Does it have a boomstick? No boomstick, sadly. Fucking fail. Fail. No guns of magic, you know that. Haste. And it has celebration that says when it attacks, if two or more non-lands came into the battlefield, gets plus one, plus one, counter put on it. And then you have the Gallant Pie Wielder, which is a dwarf knight, for two and a one, two, three, first strike. Uh, also celebration that gets uh, double strike uh, as long as two or more Non-land permits enter the battlefield and just turn. So that's kind of nice. Upgrades. Time then, for your just <clears throat> desserts, red cap scum. Yeah. And it's then, fucking, of course. It's a fucking dwarf wielding pies. I mean, who doesn't? Pies. He's gallant. He's gallant pie wielder. These aren't pies. They're bombs. <laughs> These aren't pies. <laughs> These are bombs. They're going to bomb. Uh, and then, of course, it showcases one of the new bombs. New uh, creature lands, the Restless Bivouac, which is nice. Nice little oxy there. So uh, comes to play tap. Taps are red and white. Uh, you may pay one red and white, and then it turns into a 2-2 red-white ox creature. 
It's still a land, of course. And then when it attacks, you can put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature you control. So spread the wealth. What's the next deck, Matt? It's called Riding Red Witch Fighting. This one's an archetype it's focus. It's red, red riding. Red riding. There's no witch. riding red. Red riding. You fucker. Witch fighting. I can't read. Red riding. Witch fighting. Alone in the woods? No problem. Ruby's got you covered. Reenact the story of kinship as Ruby saves her Kellen from the evil witch Agatha's cursed control. This deck enjoys making strong creatures enhance the abilities of their fallen foes using Agatha's soul cauldron and paying for them with Agatha and Ruby's cost reducing extra mana. So you got Ruby, Daring Tracker, which is green, red, uh, red riding hood, Agatha of the vile cauldron, green, red, and Edgewall in the land. Yeah, no, no, there's a lot of decks here. We'll just go, go check them out. <laughs> oh my god, I, there's so many decks. I didn't know this. Yeah. Oh man, I guess I never really kept writing that much. Sorry. <laughs> they done did it. So they made like ten different decks. It looks like holy, f- or more than that. Yeah, and these are all can get played on arena. And if it's correct, it's a free event. Then yeah, you just play for the coins, and wow. maybe you get like a cool card back if you win five games or something like that. So. That's how it usually goes with decks. That feels like so stupid for A cool thing you now. can get back is the new starter decks for 2023. Not our time. No. No. <laughs> or money. Okay, so the starter oh, decks are two ready-to-play decks, 60-card decks that have arena codes. So each deck will contain traditional foil rares that show off the deck's game plan and theme. We have Tyrant of Kerr Ridges in blue-red and Boonbringer Valkyrie in green-white. Uh, so these cards aren't necessarily from Wilds of Eldraine, but they can use cards from them. So the starter kit has four mythic rares, 14 rares, 102 commons and uncommons, and you get two arena codes available in select regions, two deck boxes, four double-faced tokens, and two reference cards. Full list for the deck is down below. These are just a fun way to get introduced to playing like a 60-card format a lot of the time. So if you, they're standard playable. So you could go to your FNM if they're having a standard event or if they're having a Pioneer event, you can bring these and play Pioneer and see how well you get crushed by a fucking green Tron. Or green Tron. Mono green. Mono green. <laughs> Turn four, their deck has <laughs> freaking 14 permanents and you're just like, oh man, in two turns I'll get to cast my dragon. Yeah, They'll look at this. That. My dragon can, it can kind of deal with it. It, it. it enters, it deals four damage to any target. Goodbye, Karin. Yeah. That'll show their card. <laughs> show them all. And a uh, quick price, according to Amazon, for this. These ones are typically like 20 bucks. Nope. Does not show. It just has all Wilds of Eldraine stuff there. So imagine like 20 to 30 bucks for these starter decks, which will be available right now. A great way to indoctrinate your September friends into 8th. magic. September 8th. Yeah. Yep. You get them, you're like, you play this, you can play it in person, you can play that one online, and then they're like, wow, this is really cool. And then they realize they're losing a little bit, and then they spend more money, and then they spend more money. It's the, uh, the here, have a little bump. Yep. And then you just get another. Yep. And another. And another. And another one. So there is that starter deck, and one way to interact between arena and play is that it's finally happening. Uh, when we talked a couple weeks ago about the Gen Con announcements, one of the arena announcements that was made is when you play in person, you can get XP on arena, and they now said that that is going to be a thing. 
according to an article here from Wizards of the Coast on the 21st, starting in September, Magic Arena Set Mastery and Mastery Pass Progress expands beyond digital play and into local game stores. During the month of September, players who participate in an event with their Wizards account at a Wizards Play Network store will receive 1,000 XP in Arena through their in-game inboxes. This includes Wild Villagerian pre-release, Open House, Friday Night Magic, and more. Players are eligible for 1,000 XP per event up to four times during the month of September for a total of 4,000 XP. To be eligible, players need to participate in a September Magic event at a Wizards Play Network game store. Players must use their Wizards account that is connected with their Arena account. XP will be delivered to eligible Arena inboxes later in the month, so be sure to visit your local WPN store, play in events, and gain some levels in your Mastery Pass at the same time. So, I don't know, I think 4,000 is like in a month. It's okay. If you're going anyways, it's a nice bonus to because that's about four levels, right? About a thousand per level. If I haven't had the mastery pass in a while, but I haven't either. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Pretty close. So, so it's not bad. I, I, good, good incentives to get you to go there. And since everything is going off the companion app, like download the companion app. It uses the same login as your arena and stuff, and then you enter the code whenever you go there. Like that's how they do all this login and stuff. So. If you haven't done it yet, download the companion app, get set up, and that way when you go this Friday, you can start earning experience points. So, Casey, are you going to be doing that? Are you going to be getting XP? I'll be getting XP, yeah. Why not? You know, free stuff. Free stuff. I think it's cool. You know, I think we mentioned this the the other week when we were talking about this, the fact that they're linking live play to get digital rewards is pretty fucking cool. Well, it's about time to do something because they got to bring people back to... Standard FNM somehow. Oh, oh, I, I don't think this one got mentioned, but it was it was mentioned at one point during that Gen Con that they're talking about like more booster inserts for arena uh, interactions, and they didn't go into too much details of that happening later in the year. Like that's on their roadmap, and the first thing that popped in my mind is like, oh, are we getting codes like what they do in Pokemon? Because right now we only get codes in like the pre-release we'll kits. Yeah, the pre-release kits or like the. Uh Little promo packs, yeah, for playing uh, at a uh, WPN store for whatever their events. I think that's at their discretion that they give those packs away during events, right? Yep, yep, yep. surprise packs, and those are nice too because it's like three online packs, so like a third of a wild card, and maybe some cards you actually want, but yeah, yeah, there's some fun. pretty cool cards, and that's one of the ways for you to get the little planeswalker stamp on yep. some of those cards, yep. which are pretty fancy. What's next for the news? Next for the news. Celebrating, since you're already at the store, the WPN store, Uh you have celebrating Wiles of Eldraine at your local game store. So join the fairy tale fun. This is from uh, Jubilee Finnegan that was announced August 15th. Been a hot minute. Uh, Join in on the fairy tale fun at Wilds of Eldraine with two new promo cards. Starting September 8th in Japan and October 27th everywhere else, your local game store will be able to provide these borderless anime versions of Magic cards Ice Out and Pyroblast. Yeah, these are kind of the cool ones that have the the twins kind of uh, fighting each other. So Ice Out is one of the new uh, counter spells inside of... Wilds of Eldraine, and then Classic Pyroblast. I mean, Commander Staple. You have, what else is there? Uh, Legacy Vintage Staple, yes. Yeah. So, 
So to receive these promos, just head down to your WPN store after the date specified above. While supplies last, when you spend your region's equivalent of 50 USD or 5,000 yen or more in Japan on sealed product in-store, you can receive these two anime borderless promos uh, illustrated by tech, uh, Takuma Ibusu. Ibisu. What? Ibisu. Where's the name? E-B-I-S-U. Ibisu. 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 That's what I said. Did you say that right? Yeah. Did I say that right? No. Takuma. Takuma. So yeah. Takuma. Uh, Ibisu. Pre-release this weekend. Set releases Ibisu. September 8th. Go get these cards. They look pretty cool. There's a. I'm just. Said, it's a. It's a. It's a. It's them fighting each other. So it's it's kind of cool. Pyro. Like yeah. Pyroblast now legal and standard. Just. <laughs> oh boy. No. Do not. Do. It, it does make one wonder why they didn't use like hydroblast, but I get it. You know, Will is an ice mage, so they yeah. can't, hydro is water. Yeah. I think I, personally, for a very quick side tangent, I think the failure here. Was they didn't pick two cards from within Wilds of Eldraine for these cards? Like well, I bet you they could have found something to use for her. Well, what's the whatever that lightning bolt is where you bargain and deal three instead? Dormammu have come to bargain. There, there, there's a single red. I know. Bargain. Hold. It's a. It's red and X. It's not a single red. Oh, it's I red. mean, it's a single red, but okay. Just keep reading. I'll find it quick. So yeah, those are the card promos there. And if I'm... Here you go. Stone Splinter Bolt. There you go. Which even features her on there. So once again, <laughs> why... And they're both uncommon. So why was that not there as an option? I get Pyroblast. It's a great card, but just saying. They, they definitely failed on that one. Flavor. Okay. And the final bits of Eldraine news that we're going to cover here, we're just going to lightly mention the fact that the release notes have dropped that give full details on all the mechanics, some erratas that are going to get made. Maybe at some point we'll talk about those. Maybe not at this rate, but those patch notes, patch notes, those notes are out. They'll be linked down below. And one thing I do want to mention as well is the collecting of Wild of Eldraine cards and stuff. So it has the dates that are important here, uh, which, honestly, we talked about. Pre-release the, is the first arena release on the 5th. WPN open house 8th through the 10th of September. Friday Night Magic going from September 8th to November 3rd that whole time. Commander Night, September 9th to November 9th. MagicCon Las Vegas and the Magic World Championship happening September 22nd through 24th. Speaking of, we'll have to talk about this afterwards. Note yep. to Matt. Note to Matt. Las Vegas. <laughs> WPN Store Championships happening September 30th through the 8th and Alchemy there we go Alchemy Wilds of Eldraine releasing October 10th so a month a month after for no, Alchemy cards nobody cares nobody cares uh, so the booster fun that happens all the time with these sets now we got full art storybook lands that you can get in all the packs I was going to say you might as well just read that top thing Okay. Just read that. That's where where can I find know. it? Enchanting Tales. You can find them in it, at least one in every draft booster, one in at least one in every pack of set boosters, and three to four in every pack of collector boosters. Anime Enchanting Tales. You can find in some draft boosters, in some set boosters, and in some collector boosters. Ooh. Full art showcase lands in some packs 
of draft boosters in some set boosters and one foil in every pack of collector boosters. And what are the special things that, Matt, we can find in only the collector boosters? You can only find the extended arts, one to two in every collector booster, and the new confetti foil in some packs. Have you seen what that confetti foil looks like? I have. Imagine the galaxy foil, but without Saturn. It's just and dots. not being as cool. Yeah. It just looks that like... That galaxy foil is so much cooler. But it's yeah. just splattering of foils. It's confetti. It. Something cool about those full art lands is they're not actually paintings. They're made with like paper mache and then yeah. lighting. Really? Yeah. And it's a picture of... Once I, again, yeah. whoever they had for the artists for doing these like designs for the stuff is just hitting out of the park. Yeah. Harry and Depty did all the art for the lands. It's crazy. That's I awesome. Could. Paper mache. Because what was like? They've had a couple of things where they did uh, oil paintings for some. They did the wood carvings for Kaldheim. Yep. I just, God, I love the cool. different mediums. Like, look at those red ladders or whatever that one is. Like, I couldn't imagine how. <laughs> That's a tedious thing. Yeah. Look at all those little fucking cuts that you'd have to make. I mean, honestly, the forest is probably. Oh, I don't know. Forest is, looks like a tough one. It's pretty. The plains looks like a really tough one with all yeah, the vines the, and yeah, thorns. Yeah, the little thorns there, the little nubs. Yeah. Either way, though, these are just amazing. They do look good. Not to appreciate. Are you hyped? Are you going to be putting these in any of your decks there, Casey? Maybe. I, man, oh, I'm always a guy who likes tell. the forests. So I'm probably going to save up to get a lot of the Ixalan ones. When, whatever those look like, no matter what, I'm like, oh, dinosaurs. Going to get the dino boys. Yeah. So they got uh, the adventure treatments as well. So imagine those fancy borders from the original Eldraine for their adventure. Their little whimsical book-looking... Little squigglies. The squigglies. Yeah. And Enchanting Tales, a whole list of cards that we have talked about before. Done in a storybook style. They yeah. They really cool. These, I like those ones a lot. Love the doubling season. Big goose. Uh, the anime borderless enchanting tales. These treatments will appear on 15 mythic rares and five select rares from the enchanting tale bonus. So not every enchanting tale gets an anime in style one. And you can find one rare and three mythic rare enchanting tale cards per color with the anime booster borderless treatment. So, yeah. The only one I want is doubling season. Oh, oh. Here's what the traditional foil. That's kind of a cool thing for them to do, like putting a, di- uh, a digital rendering of what the foil looks like there. Yeah, that's cool. Fancy. Yeah, the doubling season for the anime art is the one I want. <laughs> oh, that's Dude, cute. fucking the goose hydra. Goose hydra. Goose mother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and then you got everybody that's thirsty for that smothering tithe there. <laughs> I'm good. It's someone's cup of tea. Have I told you about Senpai Goddess Heaven? Yeah, hey, you have. Move on. New visit. <laughs> I'm calling New visit now for this. Let's go. Uh, oh, here's what the confetti one looks like for on the, the doubling season. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I can live without it. Yeah, it's very splattery. Uh, borderless cards are coming back, done in different arts there. And it's just borderless. And yeah, here's a. Uh, pack breakdown of draft boosters you get one rare or mythic one enchanting tales uncommon rare or mythic three uncommons nine commons with an asterisk of traditional foil and any other rarity replaces a common in 33 percent of the packs one basic land and one token slash add card set boosters pretty close an art card you get a main set rare or mythic one enchanting tale uncommon rare or mythic one traditional foil com of any other rarities two wild cards of any rarity and the wild cards are is that what fits the theme or whatever of the set booster like the set boosters do a theme yeah set boosters are theme based yeah uh three uncommons three commons one basic land 
And then Collector Boosters, where all the high price cards can be found, you get one traditional foil art frame or confetti foil enchanting tales rare mythic one non-foil enchanting tales rare or mythic one non-foil show- showcase or borderless rare or mythic one traditional foil or non-foil extended art that has a double asterisk meaning main set commander or jumpstart extended cards can be part of those yep Goddamn. Uh, one traditional foil rare mythic, a traditional foil enchanting tales uncommon, one non-foil enchanting tales uncommon, three traditional foil uncommons, four traditional foil commons, a traditional foil full art showcase land, and one traditional foil double-sided token. Woohoo! Boom. We got there. Bundles is Finally. another thing you can get, which has a pretty cool looking die. It does. It's uh, purpley. And stuff. So you get uh, the set. The the fat packs here have eight set boosters. One traditional foil Lich's Knight Conquest. Forty basic lands. Twenty traditional foil basic lands. Twenty non-foil basic lands. One spin down life counter. One storage box and two reference cards. The pre-release kit. You're gonna get four Wild of Eldraine draft boosters. One foil stamp Wild of Eldraine rare or mythic rare promo. One Magic the Gathering Arena Code, two Wild of Eldraine's Double Face Roll Tokens, one Deck Box, one Spin Down Life Counter. And we already talked about the Commander decks there. And the final thing is, that's it. Live happily ever after. Start getting the stuff September 8th. Woohoo! And the last thing that kind of goes with uh, Eldraine here is the Beatles and Grimm. What about the Tins, Matt? The tins is um, for Middle Earth. I know. Lord of the Rings. So we should mention that really quick. Get over. So I got that. I'll take care yeah. of it. Okay. So we got unique tins promos for Lord of the Rings, Tales of Middle Earth that arrives soon. Um, yeah, it's a quick thing that they're talking about it on the homepage there. Uh, you don't need to travel all that far that, all that far away to Mordor to keep the adventure of Middle Earth going. Um, you can get these starting September 1st and beyond at your local tins that will be showing up at select walmart stores walmart.com whatever all those other stuff while supplies last all these tins have the the three ones they have uh ring melting in mordor or ring melting in mount doom you have gladriel and you have gandalf and they'll also come with uh in the tins three packs from three set boosters for tales of middle earth and then two accompanying non lord of the rings tales of middle earth promo cards which you get a lathriel blade of the elves which is available for the first time with a foil edge treatment, which is the most important part of this whole thing, and the mm-hmm. Landlord Elves uh, version that came out of the first Dominarius that they brought back uh, with a modern art in a retro frame. Um, so, basic story is if you want this etched version of Lathriel, this is why you get one of these tins. And it's only at Walmart, from my understanding. It's all Walmart promotion. So, there you go. That's it. Done. Those fuckers are going to get sold. I was just going to say, someone's going to scalp yeah, 100%. Get there early. <sighs> Beatles and Grimm. Beatles and Grimm. On the weekly MTG stream from like two weeks ago, they announced their next partnership with Wizards of the Coast, where they are coming out with a Wild of Eldraine token set. So Beatles and Grimm, they started off with their Kamigawa backpack, did the... No. Uh, they started off with AFR with the Here Be Dragons. No, I thought the Here Be Dragons was the second one. That was the first... One. No, it was the Kamigawa. AFR one. came out before Neon Dynasty. No, it did not. 
You keep reading. I'll I, tell you. I will keep reading. So Beals and Grimm, they've partnered before. They've done a backpack. They've done the Here Be Dragons. And uh, quick, quick little side update on the Frexian thing. All the uh, the Frexia, El Hale Frexia, whatever it's called, is officially getting shipped out this month. And people who ordered them should be receiving them within the next three weeks, like mid-September, end of September. There's just some delay with shipping there. They're back at it again, and they are having a Wild of Eldraine token set retailing for 40 bucks. In this, you'll get a lunchbox tin that will then have uh, tokens for each of the roles. So Wicked, Sorcerer, Young Hero, Cursed, Virtuous, Monster, and Roll. You get a bunch of plus one, plus five gingerbread <laughs> counters, which look pretty cool. Very cutesy. They got a life tracker here with uh, the ginger, or Sir Ginger, the lady knight that's trying to fuck up Garouk. Because Garuk ate her husband. <laughs> or partner, whatever. And a bunch of acrylic dice with the ginger brute on it in brown and cookie style. Looking. That's cute. <laughs> it's called Sweet Tooth Themed Dice. There we go. Oh, and the uh, the gingerbread counters are metal. It is noted. Ooh. Metal gingerbread counters and seven aluminum. Oh, these are all aluminum roll tokens. Yep. Oh, that's nice. So it's not just cardboard. Very fancy. Kind of probably a little worth of 40 bucks then. So, did, yeah. Did you see they're sold out? Are they sold out? Guess says scroll up. <laughs> Look Never at the mind. price tag. You can't sold get out. them. You can learn about it here. You have to get you them. You can. On. You'll no, get they, a second I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure they were sold out immediately after they were announced. I could have bought one, but I didn't do it. I do know that they also dropped a uh, a hoodie with uh, Sir Ginger on, yep. on him. You know, kind of like what they did for the Frexia. I don't really like this hoodie's color, though. Yeah, it's a brown think, one. It looks like a cookie. It looks like a ginger cookie. Well, I would think they should have done a little different. Hey, Matt, you want to hear a great story? You were right. Yeah, get wrecked, fucker. The Here Be Dragons came out first? Yeah, because Dungeons & Dragons Adventures in the Forgotten Realms came re- out in July of 21. I really thought that the Kamigawa and backpacks, then, that was their for- and I thought that was the, the, the foray into Beatles and Grimm doing the thing, and everyone was nope. pissed because it's a $500 nope. backpack. No, because it was February of 22 when Neon Dynasty came out, and that means when the backpack stuff came out, too. So, get wrecked. Okay, I stand corrected. This is why I am the old man. Old man. The historian. Get off my stoop. I remember Ice Age. (laughs) (laughs) I do remember that. Not as well. Yeah, so uh, Beatles and Grimm. You can't buy it, but you can look at it. Now the thing that probably everybody's more excited about hells yeah is the secret lair. And you know what? Danny or Casey? I'm buying you, tomorrow. You're buying tomorrow? Yeah. There which, was Which one? Yeah, which one are you got? Baseball cards. Baseball cards is so good. And then I'm getting them graded immediately. They look so good. All right. Yeah. You want to take us off here, Casey? Uh, I don't have it pulled up, but I was going to get the one with the food chain because it had a dinosaur in it. And I was like, that shit's awesome. I have one that I want to talk about really bad. Okay. So let's we just, all know which one Matt wants to talk about the most. Well, let's, let's start off by just reading what they all are here real quick. So starting off with the absolute annihilation foil and non-foils. So there's foils and non-foils. A lot of them we will clarify if there's only a foil of them, but they're $29.99 and $39.99 respectively. Like they've for the non and the foil versions. Yep. Like Like they they always are. And there's deals. So we'll get to that another time as well too, but we're going to get the main thing. So absolute annihilation. You are getting 
uh, one oppression, one abrade, one mass hysteria, and one terminate with art done by Tomo77. Uh, this is very interesting. It says, attention citizens, the rumors you've heard were fabric- fabricated by our enemies. There was no cataclysm. There is no mass destruction. The end is not near. These insidious lies were created by the malcontents to exploit our innate fears and capitalize on our deepest anxieties. Their purpose is to weaken our resolve, fragment our unity, and undermine our society. The malcontents will be dealt with. I feel like you got to put a little more emphasis in this now. The truth can be found only in unwavering allegiance to the party. The party will protect you. The party will keep you safe. The party will prevail that's a period sir not an exclamation point yeah prevail i also don't believe that we're going to read all these for every single one of them just so no. you know Is no no referencing not something i don't know what it's referencing it's also in all caps it looks like um take like, the caps lock off matt <laughs> it looks like uh propaganda-esque kind of posters <sighs> from like a 1984 or yeah mm-hmm. i don't know the party or, I, or something like that i don't like these they look pretty cool. It's in like no, they're cool. I black just, and reds primarily. Is like there's the just color. something that makes me feel eerie. Very sharp lines. That's the point. It That's makes me feel like it's Big Brother's watching. I feel like Russia is coming back for me. <laughs> there we go. The Cold War? No, please don't. No. Uh, I guess the one that Casey wants to talk about the same one I want to talk about. So Casey, you want to split this quick? Yeah. Uh, what cards do you want to talk about? Um, I'm just gonna do a run through quick. Yep. On what they are. So the next one that's really important, same thing of prices and stuff. Now on VHS, we have Rewind, Food Chain, Rampant Growth, and The First Sliver. Um, Quick thing about this one, it's basically, these movies were due back in 97, and the system indicates you currently own $976.65 in late fees. Ha ha ha. fucked. That's hilarious. So return these movies. But we're not going to. Fuck you. Uh, arts are done by Julie Julie Dillon, Chris Seaman, David Robert Hovey, uh, Svetlin Vil- God damn it, this is our time. Svet Svetlin Vilinov and Scott Okura. And they are just wonderful. Uh, so I'm just gonna talk about the first and the last one if you want to talk about the middle two. Sure. Uh, so we get with rewind. It's kind of like a total recall type thing or you know, whatever that. Uh, it's hi-fi. Yeah, it's hi-fi, baby. It's hi-fi, baby. Uh, so, yeah, you get old counterspell um, for that. And then the other one, the one that I wanted to really talk about is the last one, which is the first sliver, which they do an alien-based version for this. And, oh, this made me excited. So first sliver is the Cascade one, just so everybody knows. So. Uh, yeah, really enjoyable. Casey, take it away with Food Chain. So we got Food Chain there. Um, the art is just beautiful. We got a big old massive worm eating a slightly smaller T-Rex eating a person. Or, and then <laughs> yep. the person's chasing after a chicken. So it's kind of, yeah, just a little Food Chain. It's super fun. Um, what movie, sorry, what movie do you guys think that is from? Because honestly, I don't know that cover. <sighs> the Food Chain one? Yep. I mean, I don't know. That could be like. It might be a couple things in one, but the idea is really definitely telling me like a joke about there's always bigger fish in a sense. Yeah. But I'll have to think about that because I see like Tremors. I see Jurassic Park in there. <laughs> I just don't know about the chicken part. The guy running, I mean, could be about anything. Yeah. But so. then Rampant Growth is the other one, which just a classic magic card. Um, And it looks like it's one of those old 
horror movies where the plants are the villains and they're kind of overtaking the house and everyone's kind of trying to chop them down, which is super this one. Fun. This one's kind of reminds me of like uh, zombies ate my neighbors and stuff with all the weird weapons are using and everything. Yep, yep. Along with like a Jumanji kind of call out, mm. but uh, I love these these ones. I love a lot. Yeah, I think online a lot of people were very excited to see the VHS ones primarily. I think that one might potentially be the fan favorite of this whole uh, fall drop. And we're going to move on to the one Danny wants to talk about. Danny, lead us in. Yeah, one of the very few secret layers. Uh, so this one is called Magic the Baseballing. It is the Gate Watch. They have their own player card. But, not, but even important, though, these are the original Lorwyn 5. They're, well, that's As what I said, the Gate Watch. The rookies. Actually, that's not correct, though, for the Gate Watch, because Garrick's not on the Gate Watch team. Whatever. They stole the gate watch. I'm not trying to poo-poo anything. You just well, tell us about it. I'm going to shut up. Gideon's on it because Johnny's on there. But anyway. They were both on the gate watch. Whatever. I'm, I'll tell the history another day. Just go. Nope. It's wrecked. <laughs> no. I, my life is wrecked. Yeah, ruined it. My life is wrecked right now. Should we talk about bugging out? Oh, hold on. Hold on. Uh, uh, Danny, just talk no, about it. Good. Let's oh, go. Okay. Let's go. I just want to say that these are probably one of the coolest cards designs that they have done. Yes. Because they're all like it in a baseball pose, rookie style, and they have little fun facts on the back of the cards there too. You know, like a, a, a baseball card would. Um, like Jace's one planeswalker of the year in 2010, 2011, and 2012. Then uh, the other one, the, the Greek one is pretty funny. Uh, over 336 heads battled in, knocked 172 out of the park. That's very cute. I like that. Yeah, they're, they're double face cards. So it's like you got the front of it, you know, like mana cost, loyalty count on the front. And then the back has the abilities. And then it also has like, you know, like plane of origin, their heights and signature magic. Which uh, Garuks is summoning. Hmm. Plane of origin. Still unknown. Oh, oh, shit. They didn't put it down. First first plane Chandelar. And he is a whopping eight foot two inches tall. He's up there. It's fucking massive. The next secret lair is... Oh, it works out nicely. Uh, keep partying hard. Shred harder than you previously thought possible. I did not even see these ones. So this is all new to me. Uh, Tevish, Zat, Doom of Fools, Goto, Bandit, Warlord, Jessica, Thrice Reborn, and Vile Smasher, the Fierce. This is a K Secret Lair, KS Secret Lair Drop FM. I don't know what that stands for. We're growing, growling epic tidings across the airwaves to you all. Ah, it's like a radio. I get it now. So you got these cards with art done by Mark Riddick, Rivish, Wolfsack Jack, and NC Winters. Okay. Okay. Tevish Sat. That is Mark Riddick there. That looks pretty fucking sick. The Jessica Thrice Reborn looks really good. The File Smasher. Yeah. These are Party Hard, Shred Harder plus. <laughs> and I'm, I'm in on this. I had never heard of any of these cards before I saw this. Uh, all commander. Okay. <laughs> yep. Not even one pioneer. Nope. Goto was uh, in standard at one point way back in the day. Original Kamigawa. Yep. And that's it. The other ones are just straight commander cards. Yeah. I'm excited for this one, actually. 
Maybe I'll just get like the Tevish Zat like afterwards. The Jessica does look cool. The Jessica does look cool. <laughs> but there is that one. And then what secret layer would it be if we did not have an art uh, featuring art artist? But we got Gary Baseman. Any fans of Gary Baseman here? A hugely influential artist Gary Baseman has spent his career creating creepy, cute characters within his personal universe, blurring the line between pop culture and fine art. His work explores deep feelings of love, longing, and loss through a lighthearted lens. And this is a basic land one here that, uh, oh, that's some interesting art. I dig it, actually. So, yeah, you get one basic land of each. There's a like a dingo eating a baby, <laughs> a baby bunny, very bloody. She's like a, a chimera, liger lady ant, antlers. Oh, I don't know what to like. This this feels like something that you'd see on like Cartoon Network art wise. This is like older art, like your uh, late fifties, early sixties changeover type weird art that was yeah. not really popular after a while. I mean, or like uh, Cuphead, a lot of Cuphead type oh, stuff. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that the that old fifties. Yeah, fifties, early sixties. It's like what came after Steamboat Mickey when they're like, "Let's make it weird." <laughs> yep. <laughs> you guys remember the Dancing Skeletons one? Yeah, oh, those no. are the ones that that kind of reminds me of that like creepiness to it. But I'm in. I wish they weren't basics because I don't know. Just feel like it's a basic land, not anything. You I know, mean, you can't have a, you can't have a secret layer drop without a basic land. Yeah, that's how they do it now. But yeah. and it's it, and, it's some it's for somebody. Someone probably loves this and is going to buy three copies of each or something like that. Oh, easily, easily. Uh, we'll save this one for last. We'll go to the next artist series, which is Kev Walker, magic like all star artist here. He's he has some pretty big uh, pretty big art names and stuff behind him. You mm-hmm. wanna you wanna read this one? Wanna look up some of his other art? Uh, yeah, refresh in people's minds. Yeah, so we got in the four-pack here is Faye Barrow Elder, Carnage Tyrant, Fleshbag Marauder, and It That Betrays, uh, all with his type of style. Um, they're all very much his depicting of stuff of the just the massive comparison of creatures to uh, like your humanoids and stuff like that that they usually show. Um, I mean, he just hits it out of the park with... You know, it that betrays has a lot of kind of like engorging or engorging uh, uh, entwining of uh, flesh of things that the Eldrazi pulls out of the graveyard. Fabel Elder just like trying to help a traveler. Of course, old Connor's Tyrant being a crazy monster dinosaur thing, trying to eat everything. And a very, very creepy flesh bag marauder zombie that's got steam coming out and leaking goo everywhere over a pile of bones. Yeah. Having contributed more than 470 pieces of art since 96 mid or Mirage set, Kev Walker is Magic's most prolific artist of all time. Today, his imaginative, evoke, evocative, and iconic style is recognized by fans around the globe. So, yeah. Some art that he has done is uh, Commander Grieven Ilvac from back in the day. Clone, not the original, but like M14, where it's the one person. Looking at the other. So, yeah, Traitors. See? Older card. Yep, yep. Um, he had some stuff with unstable things, commander stuff, conspiracy. He cruel has tutor. The, he did the cruel tutor. He art. also did cruel uh, samophage for the new wilds of Eldraine. There. Yep, yep. Look at so, that. Look at that cute damnation. Classic, classic damnation. <laughs> there we go. That's where you probably recognize it the most. Never. Oh, heard of it. had the cool five five demon. 
mm-hmm. token. Deranged hermit. Very fleshy, uh, skinny kind of art here. Doomwake giant, uh, ones that I recognize at Dragon least. Dragon speaker shaman. Hell yeah. So many good. Dread return. Dread yep. return. That Dragon one. storm. Uh, yeah, he's had a lot. I mean, he's been doing it since 96, so he has a lot of things, a lot of added pieces here and there, so. Yeah, I didn't realize, uh, regarded as the most prolific, but with that many pieces, yeah. Flesh taker. All the yeah. forest from that one set shit. Yep, the one forest. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows that one forest. If you're a Kev Walker fan, you know that forest, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, generous oh, gift. Oh, okay. Drolf's messenger. Look at these. Gift of tusks. He does very good elephants. He does a lot of elephant stuff. Big elephant guy. But yeah. Big tusk guy. A lot of tusk. Mm-hmm. A lot of tusks and spikes. That's his big thing. He likes to put in there. That's cool. Like I said, you look at Carnage Tyrant that he made, and it's just yeah. lots of spikes. Highly, highly recommend checking out just like Kev Walker art here. Very good. This is, yeah. This is like the embodiment of magic art. Uh, the next and the final... Secret Lair is the bugging out Secret Lair drop, which has cards of Eldritch Evolution, Giant Affidage, Adephage, Adophage, Adophage, Noxious Revival, Gris the Tunger Tide, and Mazarek Crawl Death Priest. Good night, Mage. And these. I don't know. They feel like very cartoon, uh, comic book esque covers of uh, very gruesome, very toxic looking stuff here. <laughs> Pretty cool. These must sell really well because this is like I feel like the fourth or fifth kind of this they've done. Secret layer. Yeah. Well, this one's by Wood Wooden Cyclops. Otherwise, like you have Wizard of Barge that does a lot of them too. Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking of. But. Yeah. Uh, this is a very popular style. Mm-hmm. I like these cards. Yeah, Eldritch Evolution was a good choice. Giant Adaphage is a sort of a nice commander card. And then, of course, Grist for, for all the modern people who love Grist. So. Noxious Revival. Love that card. That's another good commander card. Unfortunately, doesn't see a lot of play in modern because it's a free spell. It's like you think a free spell that puts a thing back on top. Well, it'd be good. You need to be effective. Oh, just for like one Phyrexian? Yep. One Phyrexian green, yep. That's cool. Yeah, these these style of cards like this is, I don't know. This is the way of what a secret layer is going to be looking like. Yeah, and it looks really good. So again, all of these have foils and non-foils uh, for twenty nine ninety nine and thirty nine ninety nine respectively. You got bundles. There's a this one goes out to my everything bundle for four hundred nineteen bucks, and you get everything. Uh, then there's just the foil one where you get only the foil ones for two hundred and thirty nine. There's a non-foil one where you get everything non-foil for 179. You get bugs, bands, and blockbusters, which gets you the party hard, party harder, the bug one, bugging out, and the VHS. You get all those for uh, the foil edition for 105. Same thing, bugs, bands, non-foil for 79.99. Those are your bundles for this fall drop, and that goes until the end uh, October. Three four days, October first. Yeah, about then. About there, beginning of uh, October. Oh, damn! That's that's the news. Any comments on the news? We covered a lot there. 
and it wasn't very organized at all. So <laughs> I apologize to everyone listening, thinking like, "Oh, this bounced fucking everywhere." They should well, be used to it. They should be. Yeah, <laughs> if you're still listening to it, maybe that's the uh, that's the uh, the thing that you enjoy. Are you ready for the next part? I'm ready. Are you yeah. ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. You're the one that's on blast usually for this. I am on blast. We'll see how you do for one of these cards. I'm excited. So we're moving over to the conjured currency where someone's going to take away and uh, go off the weekly winners articles where, and it's an amazing article source from mtgstocks.com. Highly recommend checking them out. But they talk about three to f- uh, three plus cards moving up in price and three plus cards moving down in price and give a reason why. And I got to guess that reason why because Anthony is just going to say the card and the price difference and I got to guess why. True. Starting off weekly winners. Number one, Dreadhor Arcanist, the retro time spiral, the time time spiral remastered version. Yes. Had a move of 164% to $7.66. Beautiful. Market price is what people are buying it at? Yes. No. Yes. Market price is what people are buying. Average is selling. Okay. Yeah. Uh, market price for this six dollars twenty five cents. Average six ninety five. Foils are forty two twenty one. Jesus, and well, that's a retro foil. This is and this is just the retro. And then European average is two euros sixty nine cents sixty noise cents for Garrett. You know, uh, right, Matt? Here's the real question because it's just for this one. You can buy regular ones for less than two dollars. Yeah, it is just this version from the Times Battery Master stuff. Why is this moving up in price? If I had to guess, I think it's because uh, you got some snotty-nosed modern players that are hyped because you can play preordained with this, and I think that's the the reason. Modern pass, pass, yeah, yes, yep. It's because of preordained being unbanned. Uh, Aspiring Spike made a deck with it, showing it off and everything, and this, of course, being a fancy card, they, uh, you know, they're slamming it in decks and stuff like that. But yeah. It sucks. It's it's a pretty good deck, so yeah, it's if, basically due to that. If you like ancestral, or if you like preordain with Dreadlord Arcanist, I highly recommend doing it with ancestral visions. Way cooler feeling. Yes, this also runs Mutagenic Growth. Beautiful, close to Noxious Revival, close to, but not it. So that's why. All right, next one is Carlock Fury of Avernus. 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 Sorry, read really fast. This is one of the Baldur's Gate legendary commanders. Um, yep. Okay, yeah. It's four and a red legendary creature, Tiefling Barbarian. Whenever you attack, if it's the first combat phase of the turn, untap all attacking creatures. They gain first strike until end of turn. After this phase, there is an additional combat phase. And you may choose a background for this card so you can get more colors and everything to it. 60% increase to $8.24. Market price, as of right now, $12.40. Average price, $12.17. Foils are $18.60. European average, €5.09. Matt, why is this moving up in price? So for this, I'm, I'm going to expand. This is just the regular one. Yeah, this I'm isn't gonna, like extended. I'm or just going to expand. Bad. Casey, mm-hmm. I need you to answer me a question. Is, uh, is everybody horny for demon mommy here? Yeah. <laughs> then it's because of Baldur's Gate 3, the video game. <laughs> I've heard people fucking talk about this. You, you, want, you want to go into board? Have you, have you got to the part with Horny de- Demon Mama here? 
No, I've only done one playthrough, and that wasn't sort of like my main companion for the quest. I went Shadowheart, the half-elf person, instead of the, the demon lady. I was kind of feeling pretty vanilla there. But, um, yeah, definitely a, a big one. She's, like, just such a, a fun companion, too. Like, her attitude is so fun and cheery, so I could see why her card's going up, because she's just, like, she's always on, like, your team if you're, like, sort of a, a good guy character. So she yeah. she's fun. Is it so? That's my guess. It's because of Baldur's uh, Gate yeah. Three, the yep. video game. Nothing nope. in fucking. Nope. It's that's what it is. It's because of Baldur's Gate Three. <laughs> uh, the video game is inspiring commander players to build decks. Nothing about horn dogs on there. No, no horn dogs. Okay. But you could if you added the green background of Raised by Giants, or you can go with white for Flaming Fist, or you can go with blue for Sword Coast Sailor. Those are so, all very uh, close sexual innuendos. Clearly. Uh, but yeah, basically, that's why. So moving on. Get that Number three, Sail into the West extended art, specifically for the Lord of the Rings Tales of Middle-Earth Commander product. Okay. <clears throat> 100% movement of $2. Ooh. Uh, market price is $1.47. Average price, $1.79. European average, $0.72. Cents. Matt, can you tell me why this extended art print? I can't because you didn't read what the card does. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I didn't read what Dread Harkness does, but I'm pretty sure everybody knows that. Oh, fair, yeah. I know Sail into one. the West is two green and blue instant. Will of the Council. Starting with you, each player votes for return or embark. If return gets most votes, each player returns up to two cards from their graveyard to their hand. Then you exile Sail into the West. If embark gets more votes or the vote is tied, each player may discard their hand and draw seven cards. Why don't I have this in my Nekusar deck? Because it's green and blue. I got a five-color Nekusar deck, baby. <laughs> then I guess you're lame. guess I'm lame. Okay. Um, well, clearly the answer is not Nekusar. Because... Oh, geez. Why is this moving up in price? So it returns cards from your graveyard to your hand, or it makes you wheel for four mana, and it votes... I don't know. The voting thing was like Esper, I thought, at one point. This one you're probably going to get me. I'm just going to say Commander. Or is there a Legacy deck? No. Nope. It's, it's, it's Commander. I don't know the reason why, but I'm guessing Commander. It's, uh... Oh. It is because of a Legacy deck. Damn it! Oh, oh my God. I didn't read the whole thing, I guess. So, That's my bad. There's so many, like, janky Legacy... Yeah, so I'll just of... I'll read it for a quick what it is. For this card, we'll specifically talk about extended art print, blah, blah. Uh, purchase 50 cents is showing some movement in the past week. In Commander product, we occasionally see cards with Will of the Council, which means that all players are present to make a choice to vote for one or the other. However, one of the two always happens when its vote is tied. Yeah. So in a 1v1 constructed formats, like Legacy and Vintage type stuff, uh, you always have two players, which means the aimed effect is to one that will happen in case of a tie. Then you're sure to make sure it happens. Oh, so oh, my guess that three drop salt tie guy. I thought he was banned in Legacy, the one that stops you opponents from drawing cards, like they're bringing back salt tie wheels or whatever in Holebreaker, Holebreacher. Wrong. Damn it. Okay. The epic storm is what it's called for the deck. Okay. Uh, this is basically a brain freeze deck. Oh, storm, okay. blue green storm. Okay. So, basically, you play it. Would not have got there. You, you know, you wheel and deal, get your stuff going, um, and, yeah, you go to town. And because you have multiple copies of this card to use, uh, you're able to also get 
your brain freeze back if you want. So you just, like I said, it's all about that. I do like wheeling dealing and stuff. I I, I love I, lo- I love the idea of doing like waste not narset kind of things in Pioneer. Do it, do it. Bring I it got, to I Friday. Got, I got the list. Currently, I got a, a modern list too that I played uh, of like Narset Days Undoing, but it doesn't have it. It, it did not have Waste Not. It's like, or maybe not Waste Not. Maybe what I got to do is like Shieldred the Apocalypse somewhere in there. I feel like having being able to divide between damage and restricting cards could just be good for like a, a Demir Control shell. Anyways, oh sorry, the deck was called Sail Solidarity by the Epic Storm. Uh, Solidary is a storm combo deck that wins by casting a large number of blue instant spells fueled by a mana engine of high tide and reset. Ooh. And then playing brain freeze, like I said. So yeah, it's splashes green to get gross spiral, the new card and everything else. Uh, cheap pickups. We have uh, Ortheon Helia, Hero of Lava Brink it is moving up from $3.07. This was the red legendary soldier, he- or red legendary creature, human soldier out of Martial Machines. That this was also the special character that was brought back. Uh, three, three, three for one red. Pay one red. Pay one and one red. Tap. Create a token that's a copy of another target creature you control against haste. Sacrifice at the beginning of the next end step. Activate only as a sorcery. And then you can pay the six and three red and create five tokens of another creature. And same thing. It just gets big. Uh, then you have Garrick Apex Predator. $6.69, slowly moving down. This is the original uh, big baddie version of him, black-green, four, or four different abilities to use. And then we have Areo Suratami Ascendant. This is your, uh, <clears throat> they, they call them the flip cards from the original Kamigawa stuff. This is also moving down, and this one, uh, specifically, it flips into Areo's Essence, which is the counter the first spell played by each opponent each turn. So this was, this is a commander one. Oh, it's Bandit Commander. Is this one Bandit Commander? It's Bandit Commander. Okay, well, it seems it's, fair. It's, Still can use it modern. You can use it in Legacy and Vintage too. You can use it in modern. Hey, Oathbreaker you can use it as well. You can use it in Oathbreaker. So, yeah. Anyways, cheap pickups. All our great cards, pick them up. That is the MTG Stocks. And here, again, because we're running late on time, go check out uh, tcgsniper.com. They are a great price tracking website. You get notifications sent to your Discord, your email, your text messages of cards moving up or down in price. Uh, Sign up, you get uh, a free version, and you get 15 cards that you can add, and products, too, that you can add to get notified on moving up or down in price. But if you sign up and say that the guys at This Week in MTG sent you, you'll get three months free of their premium, which gives you unlimited products to enter. So if you are a wannabe savvy magic financier, check out TCG Sniper. And I think that's it. it. Means we're done with this episode. So thank you to all you legendary magic folk for making it to the end of episode 200. Wow, we didn't really emphasize that this was 200 throughout the episode here, just only at the beginning and now at the end. Well, we episode had a lot of 200. Stay tuned for our special episode we'll be working on. Thank you to our Patreons who think the content that you just listened to is worth supporting. Uh, also, go check out JDub Sports Cards and Gaming and thank them for sponsoring us. If you're looking for anything magic related, go there. Now, do any of you guys have anything else you want to add to this episode? Nope. 
I'm good. Go Bison. And with that, we will catch you next time. Congratulations. You made it to the end of this week's episode of This Week in MTG. Your listenership means so much to us. Make sure to follow the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or on the podcatcher of your choice. You can watch the live stream recording of the podcast every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on YouTube and twitch.com slash thisweekinmtg. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can send us a message to our Facebook, Twitter, or send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. For all these links and more, check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash thisweekinmtg. Thanks so much! Is everybody horny for demon mommy here?